We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Trevor Micklin and Christian Ennis. I'm Scott Ayers. Producer Andy is behind the scenes. Guys, another episode of all three of us being here and the sponsors are lining up. Yeah. Talk about just the consistency of this podcast. This is Ever amazing. since Trevor left, we've just been locked in. Wow. Since I've been back, we've been locked, locked in. in. This, this is a team. Hey, listen. Christian, you're not going to be here in a week or something. We and don't know that. You you confessed that to me the other night. It I was just want to say I just want to say something. Listen, man, I want to squash the beef. All right, we'll be even as far as where we're at. Um, I just want to say we are a team here. If you miss another one, though, you're officially the loser. Whoa! What? But I'm here to squash the beef. <laughs> you know what? I will be here next week if we decide to do a late pod. So how committed are you guys? Oh. So well, not, it depends. It's on you guys. It de- and it also depends on the studio because we have had a bit of an issue. What do you AKA mean? our home. Uh, the AC here in Arizona, it's, it's broken. Uh, yeah. You, feel, you see those sweat glands? Uh, that's because it is probably like 90 degrees in the house right now. This is what we are willing to do to podcast. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough couple days sleeping just sprawled out on your bed just you get just up sweating. You look at your your sheets and it's just like it's like It a, looks like a crime scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a crime scene. It's been tough, but we're pulling through. Listen, this is this is what NBA players do at this time of year. They train, they get ready. Mm. This is just us preparing. This is what we're doing, getting ready for the next Mind season. Mind you, just so listeners know, we're in Phoenix. It's like yeah. one fifteen daily. So and at night, 10 o'clock at night, you'd think it'd go down? No, it's still... It's like 105. 105. Yeah, we're sweating. And the worst part is, so we brought in reinforcements. Yeah, Lyle. Got, got some... Yeah, Lyle. We brought in Lyle to fix our AC. AC guy. All we're, all we're sure Lyle did was go up on a roof, pull out a wrench, bang on the unit a couple times. <laughs> Left. It didn't w- say bye. Didn't say bye to us. Didn't say what he fixed. Worked for a day and a half. Yeah, good job, Stopped Lyle. working. Then we brought in like portable AC units. They knocked out our power. Yeah. So yesterday we didn't have power or AC. Those AC units <laughs> Trojan horsed us so hard. They did. We just we we were toast. We we were toast. They destroyed Look, us. It's a dry heat. Um, but we're <laughs> we're hopefully getting Richard out today. Yeah. Um, to fix AC, power's back on though. You can see there's lights, uh, which means it's lights, camera, action. We're ready to uh, kind of dive in the show, which. First thing we want to talk about, the offseason obviously still very dead, not a lot of news, but an interesting topic. Who would you rather build your team around or kind of rally behind? Um, two great young players that I just want to ask you guys, would you rather build a team right now around Cade Cunningham or Rookie of the Year, Paolo Bancaro? I think that I'm going to go with Paolo. And I'm going to go with Paolo... Because it's so hard to find that guy. Sure. You know, a guy that you can give the ball to and, you know, go get a bucket. Uh, I think Paolo has a lot of shot creation in his bag. And then he's also a very, very underrated uh, passer. Um, so I think this next year we're going to see a little jump from his passing abilities. Uh, you know, now that he's familiar with his his magic teammates and the the team's just going to get better um which is that's kind of the reason why i want paolo like he's you need a shot in crunch time like he's the guy love it give me cade cunningham 
He's 6'6". He's a point guard. He can facilitate. He's uber-athletic. And the only concern, from my perspective, is he dealt with injury last season. Played 12 games. But in those 12 games, he looked pretty good. Averaged just under 20 points per game. Facilitated well. I think he was around six assists per game. And he has he passes the eye test. When you watch this guy play, he has stardom written all over him. Yeah, I, I would take Cade Hunt. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Um, and, you know, I, it, both players, I think, have awesome upside. Right now, which teams do you think are building around their potential stu- superstar better, Detroit or Orlando? That's a great question. Man, I, I'm going to go, oh, man, they, I, I like what both of them are doing. But I love, I love the pieces that Orlando has around Paolo. I love the pieces. Um, especially Franz Wagner. I mean, that dude, he's a forward point guard, the way that they they utilize him. He brings the ball up. He's 6'10", and he shoots so well. And they have point guard galore. I love Markel Fultz, too. What an amazing comeback story he has. They've, they've surrounded Paolo with players like that who are all on the similar timeline. Not that the Detroit Pistons haven't because they have a lot of guys like that as well. Um, but I, I just like what Orlando's doing. If I had to pick one to be, I think this team's going to be more successful, i pick Orlando. I also just like, I'm kind of confused on what Detroit is doing exactly. Because, mm. you know, you have, you have Cade, you have Jaden Ivey, and then you just draft uh, one of the Thompson twins. Yeah. And they're all ball-dominant kind of guards. Yeah. And I, I can see um, it's Eamon um, on the Pistons. No, no. Asar. 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 Asar is on the Pistons. I could see him and Cade having very similar games. I think their their player type is... They're great you know, facilitators. They do, they do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you mix in that with Jaden Ivey, who needs the ball and can be a little rambunctious, a little reckless, and then you look at their their big man depth. They have uh, James Wiseman, Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Stewart. Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran. Like all four of those players are kind of in a way the same player. So it's like they're just grabbing players that are of similar skill sets and they're not – you know, drafting players like Orlando drafted some shooters this year. You know, they're looking into Jet Howard. They drafted Caleb Houston last year. Um, so it's like they're. It's, it's almost just, like they're throwing a little bit more at the wall and seeing what will stick. I think that's when you have like all those big men and then obviously kind of a backcourt where you have a lot of guys you think have a ton of potential. It almost feels like they're trying to see which of these guys is going to step up and be kind of the, the star. Obviously, we think it'll be Cade, but that's kind of what it looks like in Detroit right now. I will commend them for drafting best player available. Yeah, yes, definitely. I agree. We, we kind of hound at teams when they pick for, for fit. They're not doing that. Yeah. So I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say they're throwing stuff at the wall hoping it sticks. I think that they're drafting players that they think are the best talents available for them and not necessarily... Like, I don't, this isn't the finished product, what they're rolling out this season. I think that they'll see what they have and move players when they need to. Right. So, so in a way, I can assets. Exactly. Yeah. And and time will tell because they did part one of collecting assets. It's 
how do you distribute those assets? How do you take care of your assets? That will really tell, and that falls on like Detroit's front office, right? That's that's more on the front office side of things than the actual players. You like that? You sound like a financial advisor. Yeah, yeah. Take care of your assets. Take care of your assets. I do sales for an e-bike company. You have a Roth IRA? Northwestern Mutual. Proud of you. You like that? The big boys here. I knew our listeners would appreciate that. Um, well, let's let's move on. I think that's yeah. just an interesting topic that we'll kind of dive into two players at a time. That but was awesome. I Paolo like that. and Kate are both just they're 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 great players. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not like you pick. It's a one A one B. I think yeah. for many who make that. I personally would pick Paolo, but I, I love your respect. Pick Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I came into I was like we didn't even talk about who's going to pick what. But I, I had the mindset of, I want Cade, even yeah. though the injury stuff. But then I was kind of nervous. If you said Cade, I would have had to pull something out of my butt with Paolo. No, I mean, I'm a, which Duke, is easy. I'm a Duke guy, so yeah. I'm going to pick the Duke guy. They call him yeah. Dukey Christian. They do. Dukey Dennis. Big Dukey. Dukey Dennis. Big, big Dukey. The big Dukey on campus. <laughs> um, all right. Next, we, uh, we're excited. We're, we're continuing on our, our legacy of drafts. Um, but this one, we're really excited. This is a draft of players who have played with LeBron James. Um, so we're going to go around. We're going to pick what position we want LeBron at, and then we're going to to build a roster around LeBron. Um, if you're listening to this, it's also for um, – it's them at their at their peak. So it, it, it doesn't matter if they played at the end of their career. We're getting the best version of that player. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Spicy, some may say. It's good so, stuff. So um, I'll just put LeBron at small forward. Uh, I'm going to have LeBron James at point guard. Oh, I'll put LeBron James at small forward. Nice. All right, so snake draft. Trevor led the first, so Trevor will go last. I'll go first. Christian second. Yeah. Okay, and with the first pick, I, I talked to Aunt, producer Andy about this, and I didn't want to overthink it because this player in his prime was one of the most dominant players of all time. I'm going to take Shaquille O'Neal. Winner. Yeah. That- Thank you, Andy. I, I that is a amazing pick. Yeah, I, I felt really good. Yeah, yeah. you know I um, picking through his his players. There's a lot of players that I I want, but I feel like he lacked playing with a lot of good centers. So with that, I'm just gonna pick Anthony Davis. Wow. All right, back to back centers off the board. All right, this is beautiful because you you let a guy slip. Um, I'm picking Dwight Howard. Prime Dwight to be my center. Three years in a row where he was the defensive player of the year. Second in MVP voting to my next pick, Derek Rose, Mm. to be my point guard. MVP Derek Rose and Dwight Howard, both that year were one and two for MVP voting. Wow. I, I got to be honest. I didn't see this coming. I, I did didn't not see it coming at all. Oh I did not gosh. expect D. Rose and Howard. This this does change up my draft plan, which yeah. I feel better now knowing. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, I'm, I, was, I was going into this second pick thinking like, oh, I, I guess I'll take this guy. But he's available, and I got to go with one of my favorite players of all time, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. yeah. That's a great pick. It's a great pick. <laughs> How is he still available? I'm I don't so know. shocked. A, oh, man. I was hoping you would maybe forget about Dwayne Wade, which you, you can't because he's flash. He's maybe the best teammate LeBron has ever had. Um, all right. So I've got Shaq. I, 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 now I have to consider what I have, um, but I'm not going to overthink this. I'm going to take 
Kyrie Irving. Nice. Nice. There you go. And as my shooting guard, I'm going to take Ray Allen. Dang it. So wow, I have yeah. Ray Allen, Shaq, Kyrie, and oh, LeBron. Dude, this is going so well for me. <laughs> this oh is amazing. I really wanted Ray Allen, but I'm glad you picked him because I want Carmelo. Nice. Oh. Prime Mellow, baby. So, dude, I honestly. I have USA basketball yeah, right now. <laughs> I was thinking Mellow, but I was like, I'll get him if Ray wasn't there. So I'm glad we were kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Because I think for my roster, Ray Allen fits better than, than yeah. Mello. Yeah, you yeah. need shooting. I needed shooting. I Trevor <laughs> is in shambles right now. I, I look at my team and I'm like, I have Derrick Rose, LeBron, obviously, and then yeah. Dwight. Those are three. A great start. Great but start. this is where the draft thins out, so it's a little unfortunate for me. Um, there, are still some, there are still some phenomenal players out there. Uh, it, it's the fit that's a little questionable. Um, but here, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to pick, uh, I think he fits well next to Dwight Howard. I'm going to put Chris Bosch at my four. Dang it. Nice. Good. Nice pick prime, prime Bosch. So we're getting Raptors version. And then at this point, my two guard is available. Oh my gosh. Fit is going to be weird. The most explosive backcourt possibly ever. Russell Westbrook. Give me Russell Westbrook to pair with, uh, Derek Rose. MVP Russ triple triple double that's easy easy wow so that's your that's your five right? that's my five I have Derek Rose Russell Westbrook LeBron Chris Bosh Dwight interesting all right well. I didn't think MVP that, level no guys. no that's I mean, good. Chris no, Bosh it's just like I would just, just crowd like, the paint yeah yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna make you shoot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I have no shooters. Zero. I have no shooters. Zero. Nada. I have no shooters. Dude, <laughs> we're everything's in the paint, and you're yeah. you guys aren't gonna be able to stop it. Yeah. Well, I I personally didn't think this player was gonna be here, so I was gonna. I had this guy that was deep in the bag that no one even thought of. I bet you I did. Can I guess again? Sure. What what player? Bibby, Bibby. No, oh. no. Although Bibby is a good guy. Mike um, Bibby. I am going to pick Kevin Love. Yeah. My starting lineup, LeBron at point, D-Wade at two guard. I got Melo at the three, Kevin Love at the four, and Anthony Davis at the five. I like it. AD yeah. won't like that, though. He likes playing the four. Well, that's why I got Kevin Love. He can guard the five. They can flip-flop. They can flip-flop. I like it. Guys, this last pick... <laughs> So let me some, let me go over my yeah. let me go over my team really quick. Yep. Um, Kyrie at the one. Yep. Ray Allen at the two. Nice. LeBron at the three. That's good. Shaq at the five. Do not fumble what you have. And at the four, we're gonna defend Trevor's team really well because there's a power forward who he did play in Cleveland briefly. He's considered one of the greater power forwards. I'm gonna take Ben Wallace. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> so he I played would, with. He played with LeBron. Ben Wallace. Yeah. Wait, you said don't fumble the bag. Did you have a, a power forward in mind? Uh, like no, Anderson I just Gershaw? I just mean like Richard Lewis, oh. Marcus Saul, Brandon Ingram. Those guys were all available. Brandon Ingram was there, but I love Ben Wallace. Dude, so, I love Ben Wallace yeah. too. So it'd be Shaq, Ben Wallace, LeBron, Ray Allen, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> your, front, your front court is like a force to be reckoned with. Yes. I, I bruisers. Think so. Offense, if if Ray Allen, Kyrie, or LeBron misses the shot, automatic Shaq and Ben Wallace are getting the rebound. So many boards. You you wipe the floor with us. I think that one felt really good. I like my team, but 
I feel like you wiped the floor well, with us. Really? I feel I, great. I, I feel really confident with my team. What's yours? I have LeBron at point, Dwayne Wade at two guard, yeah. Carmelo at the three, Kevin Love at the four, and AD at the five. I like it. Do That's you good. feel confident with AD guarding Shaq? Be honest. Like, be so for real. Or Dwight. Be <laughs> so for real right now. I'm concerned about Dwight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anthony Dude. Davis is one of the best defensive players in the league. Who's your four? But Kevin Love. You think you think he can defend? I, I, I'm not going to say like great. Like he's not going to stop Shaq. I, I don't. don't think it's I don't think anyone could really defend Shaq in his prime. Yeah. I mean, like he was a force to be reckoned with, but so is AD. I don't know. That's where it's like we might mix up some defensive strategies. <laughs> Kevin loves guarding him sometime. Little extra meat, <laughs> extra meat so on when him. We get to Ben, um, but <laughs> Uncle Ben. One player. Do you guys have any... Like, I, I, I want a moment after we finish here just to give you guys my vision. Continue. Do you guys do you guys have any like honorable mentions? Yeah, oh. I think Mike Bibby, Jerry Stackhouse, Rashard Lewis, Rajon Rondo, Marcus Saul, Brandon Ingram, Isaiah Thomas, 5'9". Oh, nine. I was going to say Isaiah Thomas. Dude, would, Isaiah, t- yeah. tell us why. He 29 points uh, per game MVP yeah. season in 2017. One of the yeah. greatest uh, MVPs that were snubbed of all time. Oh, I like that MVP. a lot. No, I made that. I made that last. <laughs> no, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anderson Verjao, Mo Williams, Ilgauskas, <laughs> Mario Gibson, dude. Mario Chalmers. Yeah. Oh, I um, Jr. Smith. I was completely going into this draft. I was planning on drafting Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah. One I, season with the Detroit, he had twenty nine points per game. Like he was just. 29 point per game, Jerry Stackhouse. Dude, he, he was solid. And then he got traded to Washington, played yeah. with MJ. Oh, that's... For Rip Hamilton. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I yeah. truthfully... I didn't know where I was going to go, so I was like, am I going to have to get J.R. Smith in my shooting guard? But then before, I was like, oh, wait, he played with Melo, so I just forced Melo to play shoot. I, I am just so surprised that you went with Dwight Howard. I wasn't expecting that. I thought you'd been Kyrie. Well, we just, thought you were Kyrie. I guy. just feel like Dwight Howard doesn't necessarily like even the fact that you guys are all shocked that I pick him. Dwight Howard, let's look back at how freaking good the guy was. Oh, he was great. He was the best center in the NBA, the best defender in the NBA. Yeah. Three years Superman. in a row, Superman. Three years in a row, Dwight Howard was the defensive player in the league. Three years in a row. How many? Three. Whoa. Um. He made the 2009 NBA Finals. He, um, in 2010, he made the Conference Finals. And, and these Orlando teams, look at their roster. Like, don't, don't disregard Hito Turkoglu. No, I, I love him. But yeah, Jameer Nelson. So like, he had, he had a lot of like solid role players. JJ Redick, kind of um, like Jokic. Richard Lewis was on that team. Yeah, but yeah, and then second in MVP voting behind Derrick Rose. I just feel like that player. I'm not passing on that. Like that's, yeah, that's very fair. dominant. No, I, I like that. So, yeah, I have him and then Derek Rose, MVP Derek Rose. I don't really need to say much more about that. MVP Russ, triple-double. Try not to view him as, like, the guy you think of now when no, you no. hear that name. I, I was fully expecting that I would probably get Russ. Got it. Yeah, I was just – I don't know. Th- yeah. Those guys are hard to pass on, especially yeah. when you know you're getting their prime. It's so hard. I just – I think your teams – we talked about your one team struggle is just someone's going to have to make a three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just Brick City. It's We are building a brick house. But the dunk highlight tapes, 
generational. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Like, you know the layup drills where you're throwing it off the backboard? <laughs> yeah. It would just be that, just on loops where they're yamming off the backboard. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the best team is going to Scott. Scott wipes the floor. Thank you, Trev. Thank you. So, yeah. speaking of this, we got to talk about our 2K simulator. Oh, yeah. Since oh. we're since we're doing our draft, we, we did a uh, simulation of our draft from last week uh, into 2K. And just to see who was the best team. So, Trevor, please. Uh, yeah, so we simulated it based on our picks last, last week. And Christian, so I'll say it this way. Scott had the best regular season, won 70, 70 games. Yeah. Christian was second with 68 wins. And then I was like 63 and third. And then in the playoffs, Christian went on to win the, the championship. So 2K likes Christian's team from last week. Yeah, I'm just I just know how to pick from a 2K standpoint. Yeah, I like it. We'll run this one through the simulator, see what we got we'll next see. week for you guys. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, wait, you said you had something you want to say now that the segment's over. No, uh, it was it was my vision, like Dwight, basically the Dwight segment. Oh, I like that. That was nice. You'll see that on Instagram here. Yeah, that's gonna be a real. Week. Yeah, yeah. And he's already cutting it up. <laughs> Um, okay, perfect. And Trev, I know you mentioned there's maybe a player under the radar, or you think that's been kind of on the radar that deserves a little love. Yeah, I just wanted to give us an opportunity before we ended the show to shine a light on players that maybe we think need more attention. And I have an pl NBA player, and I have an NBA player that needs more attention. His name is De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, since he came into the league in 2017, has improved Every single season, and last year he had his career year where he averaged 25 points per game, um, shot 32% from three, but this dude was, it, it was a coming out party for De'Aaron Fox, and he led the Kings to their best record in 16 seasons, and I just expect big things from De'Aaron Fox. When, when stars are talked about in the league and you see lists in the offseason, De'Aaron Fox is, is not as high on these lists as I think he should be. He, he was the best player on a team that was third in the stacked Western Conference. And De'Aaron Fox is the head of the snake. And yeah. he offensively, I mean, this dude, when it is in the fourth quarter, De'Aaron Fox is unstoppable. He will get his bucket no matter who's guarding him, no matter the situation. He will find a way to score. I just think... He deserves attention. Let's yeah. give it to him. And I think it goes a long way of having a running mate. Yeah, uh, that can elevate your game because I think before that he didn't he didn't have that. Um, he really just had a bunch of guards around him. Um, obviously, Halley is who's an amazing point guard, but that just isn't going to elevate uh, Fox as a player. So I think Sabonis deserves a lot of love and credit for um, Fox and really being able to unlock another level of. of I think you said it, dear, or Sabonis unlocked Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the clutch player of the year, third team All-NBA, first time All-Star, like, yeah. kind of the sky's the limit. And a lot of people even go on record and saying that if De'Aaron Fox didn't break his finger in the first round of the playoffs, it could have been the Kings in the second round playing the Lakers. Who knows? That's yeah. a what if, but he'll have next season to, to show us what he can do. Yeah. yeah. And I then like one that. player I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this guy got paid. And a lot of people saw his contract and they're like, you're paying him that much? LaMelo Ball. Mm. A lot of, he got paid, it's like five years, $210 million. Yeah. Just an absolute bag. Uh, and people see him on the Hornets and they're like, 
man, this guy doesn't equate to winning basketball. Uh, and I think that's that's not necessarily fair to LaMelo. It's more of a, a – that should be questioning the organization and the leadership there. Uh, we know Jordan just sold the team. Um, so who knows? Maybe they'll wipe the front office clean, get a new coach in there, kind of start over and really start building something. Now that he has Brandon Miller, uh, maybe that's a running mate for him that – like we just talked about with Sabonis, that could unlock LaMelo a little bit. You know, if if he becomes this dynamic scorer, then that gives LaMelo a little bit more freedom to maybe catch off the um, off the pass or... Um, Come on in. Hello? Come on in. Keep going. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so in case that was that was a wild small ball moment. So our studio's kind of in the front part of our house. Someone cracked the door open, then closed the door. We heard cracked it a little, a little bit more. I closed it. Um, wasn't a ghost. We saw someone walk by the the window, um, and that's that's podcasting, baby. It was Noah. It was our roommate Noah. 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 All right. Uh, he's a He's camera That's okay. Shy. Our yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves insider. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave that in the pod. We're we're organic. No, yeah. we're we're an organic podcast. So Lamelo. But Lamelo, I mean, <laughs> he was injured a lot this year, um, but he was having one of his best years. I mean, Bro. he was having averaging twenty three points per game, six rebounds, eight assists. I mean, that's a guy who can do it all. Like we see Lonzo before his injury, and like. Lonzo is really good as well. Yeah. And his brother, LaMelo, is a better shooter. He's a bigger player. Um, I just think that if the Hornets can build around him correctly, LaMelo is going to be a great player to, to have on your in your franchise. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does start with building around that player. Cause, and we talked about with Fox, you look at any star, they need to have – right pieces built around them. And Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier aren't guys that are going to elevate who LaMelo Ball is. Um, maybe Brandon Miller will, like you said, Christian. But um, Charlotte, we've talked about it before on the show. We're hoping that this is kind of the turning of a page Once now that Jordan is gone. Let's start building around a guy who we believe can be a superstar in this league. I was just going to say, I think LaMelo Ball has potential in the next one to three years to elevate himself to be one of the best players in the NBA. He has that skill set. And he's in the same category as some of those younger guys like Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton. Scotty Barnes. (laughs) Evan Mobley. (laughs) Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham. LaMelo Ball is right there. These guys all have the potential to do that. It'll be fun to see who does it. I think LaMelo Ball, now that they have the cleared, you know, roster kind of um it, it, or excuse me front office now that mj's out and they're kind of i don't know sh- i don't know figuring it figuring out. it out now that they've blown it up i think that they can really figure out something around him they need to um yeah i don't i don't have anyone that's all right just the nuggets are probably gonna get a little bit more love now that they finally won a championship love that maybe there won't be campaigns against Jokic. one guy that needs more recognition is Jokic. <laughs> he doesn't get enough. He only has two MVPs. He's got three. Delano Banton. Oh. Husker legend Delano <laughs> Banton and Husker legend Bryce McGallans are my two picks because they're Huskers. Sick. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but that's a show, guys. That's a wrap, as they say in showbiz. Um, so that was that was great. We we talked to LeBron's teammates. We talked uh, we talked about what you talked about. So for our great producer Andy, Trevor Mickelin, Christian Dennis, I'm Scott. So we say so long for now. We will see you next week. Cleveland, this is for you.